This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. I'm Holly from Community Waikato and we have with me Joanne here today from um, Kia... Your way, Kia Roha. Your way, Kia Roha. Beautiful name. Um, And under the autism umbrella. Yes. So really appreciate you coming in today. And we're going to have a bit of a chat about um, your way and the work that you guys are doing in that space and how you connect um, more broadly to altogether autism, um, and we're going to chat about some of the things you've had going on and got coming up. So that's the nature of the show today. And thanks for coming in. It is great to see you. Um, can we start just you know by understanding the structure of the organisation because you're national as well, but you've got different programs inside it. And so, do you want to give us just a bit of an overview? Sure. Yes. <laughs> so, Your Way Kiaroha is the overarching national organisation. So, it's a disability support organisation, and we do um, connect people to support and funding. We have a hearing centre. We have mobility centres. Um, and different bits and pieces and parts of that nationally. Sure. Um, so anything really that we do supports um, people with all sorts of different disabilities. And that physical, intellectual. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the whole. The whole spectrum. lot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fantastic. It's huge. <laughs> it is huge. <laughs> A lot bigger than we are. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and then underneath that, so as part of your way, Kia Roha. Altogether, autism is a standalone brand that sits under that. So, personally, I work under Altogether Autism in the Learning Centre. So, mm. I'm a facilitator and I facilitate learning around autism and pan disability, so wider disability as well. That sounds like a, a pretty amazing job. What what mm. brought you into that space? Oh, it's my happy place. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, my orig- I was originally in banking. Um, oh, it's um, quite a shift. It is quite a shift. Uh, adult learning and development in banking, but um, both my boys are autistic, Yes. so my oldest boy is 30, so when he was diagnosed autistic, I kind of dived into into the community and um, essentially changed tack right away from banking and into working in the disability sector. Uh, I love seeing people grow and learn and do new things, and I'm passionate about um, helping the voice of autistic people come out and also helping um, people uh, in the wider community in whatever role that they're in um, understand Mm. it's often about changing attitudes and changing the lenses people look at different people so that's my happy place I love it Um, my boys are 30 and 25 now yeah so um, and they live at home with me so and how long have you been doing this work then so I have been um, four years yes uh, doing this particular work Um, and how long in the disability sector oh gosh um Probably twenty-two years. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. entrenched in this. Yeah, absolutely. 
that's fantastic. Um, it, when you say education, um, are you targeting neurotypical people to educate, or do you work with people with diagnosed autism spectrum? You know, somewhere like who, who are you educating? Okay. So the philosophy behind Altogether Autism is around listening to autistic people and yep. what autistic people want to say and where they're at and their voices. And I kind of liken it a little bit in my own mind to almost being an interpreter. So we have an um, information contract. Yes. And that information contract means that anyone can come to us and get information and that's a free service. So um if on our website, we have a lot of different articles. We have journals that we have written. Cool. A lot of it written by autistic people. That's and awesome. And the family whānau of autistic people. Yeah. Um, so we're listening and we're hearing their voices. For instance, we have things on there like last year we did a big survey of autistic people. Yeah. And um, around their tertiary education and their experiences around that and from that we were able to um, get six different areas and we have six guides written um, by autistic people so the guides are written by autistic people informed from the survey yes and then we have a couple of videos of autistic people talking about their experiences and some um, articles that have been written about that and those are aimed at the lecturers tutors teachers of oh. people in the tertiary education sector so that's just one small part of what yeah. we've got so there's a lot of information there it's all free we have a live chat which is real people yes. so <laughs> <laughs> you might get to talk to me on live chat or, or our live chat agent or others on there so it's real people and you can come on there during working hours and ask questions and then we have our um, learning and development um, part. So that's the part where I sit. Mm. And we get um, we do a lot of work in the early childhood sector under mm. Ministry of Education contracts. Yeah. So supporting the CARCO and early childhood um, centres to understand what's happening yeah. um, and to help them um, work through, often with children that um, they can see need support but are undiagnosed, so how are they going to support yeah. them? Sometimes we get centres that have like eight children that they're trying to support within their wider yeah. centre, so we do quite a lot of that, um, and then anyone who asks us who wants to know no more about autism, um, support workers, residential programmes, um, schools, any mm. form of alternative education, anyone that really asks us will look at doing what we can because it's there's a big call out there of people that need to know. So oh, we really yes yeah, we go yeah. nationally. We wow. we tra we'll travel anywhere to do that. But unfortunately, that's that's the bit that needs to be paid. Yeah, of course, yeah. absolutely. So you're based in Auckland, aren't you? I am. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's marvelous that you're here. <laughs> you know, yes. Feel very very lucky, but a national organisation. So, um, is head office based in Auckland, or do you have outreach people throughout the country? Yep. Like, how does that work? Auckland is very small. Me and two mm. hearing therapists, and we never see each other because Auckland's so big. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we have an office here in Hamilton, oh, wow. and a lot of the staff work out of there. We have an office in Dunedin, and we have an office in Wellington, and then we have people scattered around. Yeah. So I come down to I essentially work from home or yeah. from wherever I am at at the time. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's, it's such a bonus, isn't it? Well, I don't have to catch the Auckland traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a real bonus. (laughs) We've just come out of um, Autism Appreciation Month. Um, And so you've been, I'm sure, pretty active during that month. Do you want to talk a little bit about what's happened during that period, but also what that Awareness Month is about? What are you really trying to achieve? Sure. Yeah, so Autism Awareness Month is a month that that anyone can do lots of different things. Um, But we've kind of done a done a little twist on it and we we called it autism appreciation month oh i love it sorry yes it it does say in my notes appreciation (laughs) you know it's funny how your brain reads things yeah (laughs) it is and and actually that it is a twist and it's an important one isn't it yeah yeah so we're looking at appreciating what people do so on our social media we've had this big campaign and we've been bringing in um, we have a a group of autistic advisors for for um, the wider organization but also altogether autism Um, and so we've been bringing in some of our advisors and other autistic people and filming them and putting them on Facebook what are your strengths? What do you like to do? What are your hobbies? You know, yeah. and they're talking about themselves and what they're doing and what their plans are and things like that. So that's one part that we've that we've been doing. Um, but we've also been um, blessed in that we've had a few different things and a few different people that have um, given us some things that we've been able to um, give away. And one of them is Doodlewear. Yeah. So Doodlewear is. Um, an organisation that illustrates t-shirts. Oh, cool. And, yeah, and so they've been selling a couple of t-shirts and giving us $5 for each, each t-shirt sold. So that's the sort of thing that is really cool because it means that we can then use that money to do something for the autistic community. Yeah. Um, we've also um, been, um, there's been a launch of a book, and I have it here, yes. um, and it's called Vasifica, our autism journeys and what this it's a first in New Zealand and it is Pacifica people and their stories of their autism journeys so it's not just the uh, family the whanau or the parents of autistic people there's um, autistic teen autistic children um, grandparents of autistic people support of autistic people and there's short stories telling their journey of um of autism, so that's been launched this month. Um, we had a big launch in Wellington and Hamilton, and uh, there was a um, more like a far now launch in yes. Auckland, which I was privileged to be able to attend. Nice. Um, so, and how much does the book cost? It's twenty five dollars, and it's been published by Mila Books. Yeah. And Mila Books is a Pacifica um, uh, publishers. Yeah. So you can get the book through them and. I bought several copies and I've just I've given them all away already so you can have this copy. <laughs> I um, have a I have a friend who has a um a 12-year-old son mm-hmm. um, who I just know they would they'd find that absolutely amazing. I'm very happy to buy a book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's really cool because as a parent I found that, that um, particularly when we started our journey there wasn't a lot of information. Yeah. Or there wasn't there wasn't the faces that you knew yeah. in, in that information. Um, probably a bit easier f- for me um, being... Um, European, but mm. this I think is it's it's a real tonga. It's really precious and and really something that I can see a lot of people using. So 
we've had that launch throughout the month, which has been awesome. Um, and then um, the film, Tahu. the film, yeah. yeah, Tahu Ohia. So Tahu is an autistic young man, and he has um, graduated last year from the fine arts um, in Wellington, and in dance and acting wow. and things like that. And he's been working with Maori Land to produce a film, which is from his eyes, his the diagnosis yes. process so what happened so he's he's um d- written this film and he's directed it um wow. with how old this, is he he's 23 oh so he's a young guy so he's a young guy yeah Isn't and he's amazing? awesome yeah yeah and um he's oh, his dancing is amazing yeah yeah and he is um wanting to show people from the eyes of a child because you, yes. you you hear about it from family, you hear about it from professionals, yeah. but you don't hear about it from the child. So in the film, the child is six years old and his mother is trying to find out what's going on with his child. And so we had a launch in Wellington and yeah. then just this Friday, um, we had the launch here in Hamilton and the and film. How, how do you see it? Like, how would you access the movie? Yeah, it's going online. Oh, so cool. you can check out the Altogether Autism website or Maori Land website. And Brilliant. Watch it. 15 minutes long, and I will have to admit, I did cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. It, oh. I kind of think of myself as a strong person, you yeah. know, and but it really, really touched me because it was, I could see my boys seeing through these yes. eyes and um, the struggle we were going through um, and seeing how it impacted on him. Yeah. And it was so clever being able to show all of that in 15 minutes. It really is. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, the, the point you make too about um, hearing people's voices, so not always being spoken on behalf of, but having insight through that other lens, which, you know, for, for people who perhaps haven't had that experience, it's hugely um hmm powerful isn't it you know yeah. to, to yeah. have access into that insight yeah yeah so from from a parent's point of view and a professional's point of view I found it really good and I took a friend with me who's a, a retired teacher and she is sending the link to everybody she wow. knows wow yeah um, that's how touched she was on it well, I'm looking forward to that so that will be up soon is it or is it up now uh not not yet but it will be up so fantastic so yeah. keep your eyes open on the website um altogetherautism.org.nz um, for that which is coming and I think you know anytime a 23 year old mm-hmm. is the, you know able to create something like that's pretty mind-blowing it is you know, that, that's just amazing um, this month so month of May you are launching um, the first public e-learning offering yes so that's brain body and behavior yes tell me a little bit about what that is okay that's one of my babies yeah <laughs> um, so we are altogether autism is contracted to uh, along with parent to parent to deliver what we call network meetings which are two hour meetings followed by kai so that's the networking mm-hmm. bit um around autism and so we've been doing this for a number of years and we change subject every couple of years and last year um we decided that the subject would be brain body and behavior and it's that connection and it's a different it shouldn't be, but it is, for a lot of people, a different way of looking at um, 
challenges. Yeah. Okay, so um, we talk about overwhelm and um, co-regulation. So how can we help people when they're in the moment mm. access the things that they need to help them feel safe? Yeah. Um, so it's that connection between... Um, when the body takes over, when the brain is overwhelmed. Yes. Yeah, and we sometimes see it as that naughty, disrespectful... Yeah. Um, how might it look? Um, how might mm-hmm. that present to someone who's on the outside and perhaps not engaged yeah. with this? Like, probably, I, I can immediately think tantrums, um, and that's... I'm doing air quotes. You yes. can't see that, but, yeah, <laughs> doing air quotes. But but I'm sure it's other ways as well that we perhaps might not immediately yep. assume it's it's actually the brain shutting down here and, the, and it's a reaction. So could yep. you tell yep. us a bit about So if you look at the amygdala is in the middle of your brain yep. and that is the part of your brain that senses threat. So yes. when the amygdala goes, there's <gasps> something wrong, it's pretty dumb. It yep. only senses threat. It yes. doesn't sense any mitigating things about it. You know, yes. that sounds a car backfiring. Um, and when that happens, like you said, your brain shuts down. It's like there's this barrier and you can't yeah. access the things you need to do. Yeah. So if you think of yourself when you've been in a state of high anxiety or rage or something like that, yeah. do you do the right thing? Or do you sometimes do the not so great yeah. thing? Yeah. You know, you're not supposed to eat chocolate, so you'll be in yeah. the fridge trying to find yeah. the kids' Easter eggs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so when we're in the moment, when our, when our brain is overwhelmed and we're fearful, our brain is, it's like our brain is full of that. Mm. And so there's, there's this wall or this barrier to accessing the things that we can do to bring ourselves down and we're all like that yes and that's overwhelm yes so when you look at what traditionally we call tantrums and meltdowns what it is is it's people are in a state where they're less able to access the the thought yes the don't do this or whatever the thought and the right thing to do yeah or the process of oh if i do this then that yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no logic in it. You're, yeah, you're in you're in a state where you're just overwhelmed, and your brain's full of it. It's like so, a cup's full. Yeah, there's no no coping left. Yes, when you're in that, you're not feeling safe. Yes, and if you're not feeling safe, then you can't go to any learning and do anything about it. So, what do you do then um, to to intervene or mm-hmm. or to um, create space or a moment for for people to come? Yep. back, you know, from that. Okay, if you think about babies, okay, yes. it's, it's called co-regulation and it's what we do all the time for young children. So a baby cries, what do you do? You have a best guess? You'd pick it up? Yeah, pick it up, you have yeah, a look, see if it needs change. Yeah. When, when did it last feed? Is yeah. it, you know? So you'd have a best guess at, at what it needs and yes. then you would give it what it needs because in that time a baby is unable to do things for itself that's right then as that baby grows into toddlerhood it gets more able to do things for itself but you still need to walk alongside and that's that kind of teaching thing isn't it that's called co-regulation and we do it all the time and so when a person is in that moment we co-regulate so we work out what is it that works for that person Mm. what is it that that person needs and is unable to access and how can we help them get it so co-regulation can look like anything Mm. so one of my sons co-regulation is his cat yeah Um, and he's really good at going and looking for his cat when he needs it now but and then helps him relax and feel mm -hmm. safe and connects him to something and 
Yeah. All of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Cat just loves him for no yeah. particular reason. Yeah. Just loves him. Is soft, as furry, as warm, yeah. as heavy, you know, all those lovely things. Mm. For someone else, co regulation might be going for a walk. Yeah. Um, for other people, it might be cuddling up with mum watching Netflix. Yeah. It's different for everybody. And if we think of ourselves, what is the thing that we like to do? Mm. Um, so. For me, when I'm in that stage where things get overwhelming and I need to calm down, um, I don't often um, get into that state. But when I do, sometimes I don't know what I need. Mm. And um, my sons know very well that they, if they make me a cup of tea and just give it to, to me, that helps. Yeah. So they're co-regulating me. Yeah. So it's about... It's not about doing everything for the person. It's about finding the thing that works for them that they're unable to access at the time and saying, um, hey, um, how about we go for a walk? Not, I can see you're overwhelmed and you need to, but how about we go for a walk? And then walk, don't talk, if that's what they need. Or um, I can see this is hard for you. It's all right. I'm right here. And right here might be right beside them or it might be sitting outside the door. Whatever mm. works for that person. Yeah. So so it's about seeing what the person's doing and what their body's doing yeah. and connecting it to being overwhelmed and helping them do the thing that they need to do mm. that works for them. And over time, people learn to do these for them. For themselves yeah, yeah 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 no that makes that makes a lot of sense so this is um this has sort of been launched now and so you yes. say that there's sort of networking means if someone wants to get involved or learn do do you need to have a connection to someone who has autism in order to be able to no so it could be just anyone can come along yeah so brain body and behavior a lot of it's based on um, Mona Delahock who um, works with people with mm. any sort of challenge so and, and and more and more often we're finding what works for autistic people works for for anybody, and we yep. all need co-regulating exactly. at times. Exactly. Um, so we have um, where we've developed a Moodle content based on the network meetings of brain, body, and behaviour, which we're launching soon um, mm. when it's all being signed off. Yeah. And that will be available free to anyone that wants to sign up and do it. We also have the Brain, Body and Behaviour Network meetings um, and we go around New Zealand face-to-face but we also do Zooms. So we've got a couple of Zooms coming up um, for that. Um, And will you have one in Hamilton face-to-face? We have had it already. (laughs) Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) So sorry, yeah. Pets, you might have missed out. But there will be Zooms available. So, yes, yes. Yeah. I think um, we have one in Christchurch face-to-face in May. Um, we have a national Zoom and, yep. a, and a couple of others. So, yeah, you can if you go on our website on the events, you can see where they are. That's fantastic. I think those those opportunities are really important, eh, just to, to learn and grow and get yeah. connected. and making it available to anyone because yes. in a lot of ways it's um, a really difficult thing for people because it's a change in thinking. Yes. So it's a much more compassionate, soft way. It's about looking at a person thinking, gosh, I wonder what's going wrong in their world mm. that this is happening to them. So you feel much more compassionate about it. You're not seeing them as this 
naughty, unmanageable person, you're seeing them as, gosh, you know, are they hungry? Um, is is their sensory overwhelmed? You know, what's yeah. going wrong that's brought them to this stage? And how can we help? Yeah. Yeah, I think that is um, really important. And probably, you know, that, that last comment, how can we help? Mm. Um, people often have no idea, eh? <laughs> like, yeah. what can I do? Yeah. And especially if it's somebody they don't know. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. I've been in that yeah. position too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it, and it's comes from relationships. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it comes from um, knowing the person, but you can also um, very gently, I can see this is difficult for you. Is there mm. anything I can help? Or I can see this is really hard for you. I'm right here if, if you need me. Yes. Yeah, you know, and just watching what the person's doing. Often, often overwhelm. You're seeing the person trying to escape, mm. and escape might look like hitting, spitting, yes. pushing, yeah. yelling, screaming, running away. But that's trying to escape from the thing, thing that's that's overwhelmed them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that does make a lot of sense, and it can be scary for people who um, haven't haven't experienced this before, haven't seen yeah. it happen, perhaps haven't had that in their lives. So opportunities to learn a little bit, and that's why I think this book is going to be so yes. powerful as well. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing this this thing online, actually, it's a number of years ago, with a um, non-verbal woman who was, um, I, don't, I think actually it's not the term is used anymore, is it? Non-speaking. Non-speaking, <laughs> sorry, thank but you. But it's okay. Yeah. You know, if you think about language, hey, it's about how the person yeah. wants to, to refer to themselves. Yes, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. But So she didn't speak. Um, and and I said, think, think from the outside person, you'd often think, you know, well, what's even going on inside? But she would write on mm-hmm. a computer and she'd create stories and music and stuff. And it was just, when she would write, she could, um, through a computer, have the mm-hmm. computer speak for her. Mind-blowing at how intelligent this woman was and how she saw her world. And it was just so different. And I thought, yeah, we don't often have the exposure into that world and, and to really understand and yeah, and to then be able to, you know, like you talked about those lenses and how important it is to see beyond the one we look through ourselves. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And and the great thing is that more and more autistic people are giving us that lens. Yeah. Um, and as you say, in different ways for people be able to speak and to communicate that allows us to listen. But yes. that's the important part. You know, we have to listen and validate and say, you know, that's okay. Um, and and not do this, yes, but. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, we were going to take a break, but we, we're actually running out of time because <laughs> there's so much to say. Um, and in the last minute we've got, I suppose as a parent, um, for, for new parents starting to navigate the space, what's the, the first piece of advice that you would offer? Um, find other parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, f- find your tribe um, and don't do too much mm. you know you, you're going through a process this is this this and and it can be beautiful yeah but if you deep dive and get all serious about it you're not going to see the beauty in in your child or, or the person that you're supporting yeah yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that is really special advice I think people can feel really overwhelmed in those moments and fear for the future yeah but from your perspective looking back now it's been a good journey yes it has this the, I mean I have a whole new career out of it yeah. but no I mean there's so many things I would never have done um our life would have been 
um, different and um, my boys give us so much joy and yeah. are so special. Yeah. I think that's um, a, a perfect note to end on too. <laughs> Thanks Joanne for coming from, from Auckland to join us um, and to share all of this. Do jump online, check them out, um, altogetherautism.org.nz if you want to look broader at the organisation your way. K-I-A-R-O-H-A dot N-Z um, Thank you very much for being listening to Connect with Community Waikato Free FM 89.0 For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.